Yo, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the Like, Comment, Subscribe podcast. The podcast where sometimes it's 3.30 a.m. and you just gotta, you gotta push through it to get that podcast out by 6 a.m. on a Tuesday because, well, you said you, to yourself that you would and now you're just, you're just gonna do it. And so that leads us right into, right into what we're gonna talk about today because it's late. I'm really tired. It's New Year's Day, so we just finished celebrating New Year's Eve, and I figured most people will be talking about New Year's resolutions, what it, you know, recapping 2018, and I'm I'm too tired to actually comprehend how 2018 went for me and what I want out of 2019 because I haven't spent any time going over resolutions or anything like that. So I'm just I'm just gonna focus in on a story about me. Uh, it's it's somewhat depressing. I haven't really fleshed it out on my drive from the party I was at. I was like, what am I going to talk about today? I have to get something out. I told myself I'd, I'd get a podcast out 6am on Tuesday. I did one a few days ago, but I have to get one out by Tuesday. So I think what we're going to talk about is something that's been, it's a big part of my life, but I don't really talk about it too much. And maybe by going through this podcast, we're going to figure out why I don't talk about it too much um, or really what it is. And that's the 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 passing of my dad back in 2010. So in 2010, I was a senior in high school and I was I was 17 because he passed away in, in October and my birthday's in November. So it was about 2 weeks prior to my birthday of me turning 18, I uh, lost my dad to ALS. Um a lot of you know it as Lou Gehrig's disease, disease. there's the whole ice bucket challenge um thing and his his passing was pretty it was pretty quick, uh, which is both good and bad, I suppose. Um, he, as far as I can remember, I was still pretty, being in high school, I don't remember all the details, but I do remember that he was diagnosed with ALS probably back in 20, um, in 2008, 2009. I think the whole, um, decline that I uh, witnessed of him having the disease, uh, was only about a year, year and a half, pretty much. And definitely was very quick. Um, and that kind of, you know, leaves a lot of to, to be left out. You know, the, the, the grieving period is short, uh, during it all, you know, the realizing that you only have about like a year or two to live. Um, and you kind of, in, you're kind of in denial because here's this person that you've known your whole life and sure they have this disease that's been, um, that's been diagnosed by a doctor, but you still look at them and they still seem pretty normal. It's only when they start getting very ill that you really realize that there is a, um, there's an end date to their life. And, uh, so there I was at 17 losing, you know, a dad and a lot of, a lot of people, you know, will be like, Oh, like you lost your dad at such a formative time. Like you were just turning 18, but oddly enough for in my mind i always figured that i would lose my dad by 19 um i think i had um my sister had a friend growing up and this is when i was you know before like i was in my single digits you know eight or nine maybe and i remember my sister had uh her her friend's dad passed away when she was like 18 or 19 and for some reason i was like i that this i figure that's just gonna happen to me i figure that my dad probably won't live to see me turn 20 and sure enough he didn't even live to see me turn 18 and I kind of look at that as wow like when you're 17 you think you like you know a lot you know like you think you know the world and like you feel as though you've experienced enough but you really haven't even started scratching the surface of what it is that you're gonna experience in life but you just think you have and 
looking at it now, losing my dad before I was 18, before I was even legally allowed to vote, um, before I was a full adult, I lost my dad. And sure, I, I mean, my heart goes out to everyone that loses their dad that they're close to at a younger age. Um, but for me, I didn't, I didn't think much of it, honestly. It was my senior year of high school. Like I was, I was pretty busy with like high school stuff. Like, uh, I hadn't, I wanted to go to prom this year. I was applying to colleges. That was a huge thing. And I guess because I had witnessed my dad kind of like decrease in health over the, the coming year or so, um, I just knew it was something inevitable. And I, maybe as a defense mechanism, I kind of just, I kind of just shut him out, you know, um, in the, the later stages of my life, um, or of his, his life rather, because I just, I didn't know how to handle it. And honestly, I was just being an angsty teenager. Like I, my dad was embarrassing me because of his illness, which is like such a horrible thing to say. But I remember that he was, he was so frail and he was in like a wheelchair and he would try and walk around and he'd try and do normal things that we do, just like do the dishes or do laundry. And he couldn't do it. And I was so embarrassed that he couldn't do it. Like I'd have friends over and he'd try and do these things, you know, out of the kindness of his heart and trying to hold on to his humanity and his strength. And I would be like, dad, just stop. Like you're sick. Like, you're just making this worse and you're embarrassing me. And it was all about me. It was all about me when he was sick. I never cared. And I have, I, I, the, the memory I have of him and it's, it's, it haunts me all daily. Every time I think of my dad, because I don't have always these joyous memories of my dad when we were on boy Scouts together or how much he, he used to care about me or on Christmas and warm Saturday mornings when he would make me chocolate milk and, pancakes and you know the, the things dads do that you know really warm you up but I just remember when he was in the hospital he had a he had a trach so he couldn't speak and he was so weak at this point that he was in a chair and I remember we were in the hospital me and my mom and maybe someone else and he was looking at me and he was like trying to get my attention because something was happening to him but he couldn't speak because he had the trach and I just I looked at him and then I just ignored him like to his face ignored that he needed something. Maybe he was uncomfortable. Or he was, I mean, he was like, like ferociously, yeah, that's the word. I don't know. He, he was very hard trying to communicate something. Like he was, there was this, this look of pure intensity in his eyes. Like his brow was furrowed and he was like staring at me like, like he was mad, but I know he wasn't mad. He just, he, he had something he needed to get out, but there was, there was no way to communicate with him. He couldn't write. He had he had his trach, so he couldn't speak. And I, I I was I was scared. Like here's my dad in this position, and I don't I don't know how to react. Like I'm I'm embarrassed that I have to be this strong person, and I'm also insecure because I'm 17, and here my dad needs something of me, and I I, I don't want to. I don't know what to do. He's always taking care of me. Now I have to take care of him just in the matter of months. It's, it's weird. And it really, it really shocked me. I would say, um, going through that. And I, I look back at that specific moment as probably one of the lowest in my life of a time that I, I really, you know, I, I should have been there for my family because you always hear like family first and you know, you, you always there for family. And in that scenario, I just, and that time, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, you were young, you know, you're, you didn't have to be this like, you know, lights in your family or the strong person, but it's like, why couldn't I have been? 
You know, why did I decide just to give up at that time? Why was I so invested in myself and my image when it didn't care? I had someone that was the probably the closest person to me that cared literally the most about me, but being my, the only son of my dad. Some I, and I get I hear stories of how like he, all he wanted would kid were kids for so long. And that's kind of why he settled down with my mom. He was a little bit older. I think he was in his late 30s or 40s back in the, the late 80s, early 90s. And he he really wanted a kid and he really wanted a son. And he got me. And then I just ignore him as he's suffering. And all because I'm just embarrassed that he's my dad. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? But now, now looking back at it, like I, I understand and, you know, therapy has kind of taught me to, to understand where I was going through and what I was doing at the time. And, you know, to kind of guard myself, but like part of me feels like it's still in me. Like, is it, is it the fact that I lost my dad before I became 18? Part of the reason that I, I have some of the, the issues I have now, like the the huge insecurity I have, like the fact that I'm still so shy around people, and I sometimes have a quick temper with such trivial things. People just do the the slightest thing, and I'll get so angry. And I it just it brings me back to that time when I was I was there. Like if if he were around now, would I be able to the kind of move past all of these things? You know, would he help me? But he helped guide me. I mean, I think back when I was in college because so senior year, you know, he passed away and I, I really kind of ignored the fact that he died and I acted like I didn't care because honestly, I don't know if I really did care that he died. Like it was, I just accepted it. I accepted the fact that he was now gone and this was my normal now. So I, I get ready for school and by the time, you know, the next fall comes around less than a year, I'm off to college and the fact that my dad's gone is like, it's a distant memory at this point. So like, it's like it, it's like it was just a story. Someone told me it feels like it wasn't in real life. I was so into college. And I think now that I didn't finish college, if he had been around, I would, he have pushed me to, to stay in it. How would my life be different if he had been around during those college years? Would I, would I have been able to finish school and stick with it? And would I not have these insecurities of always feeling alone? Like would I have someone to talk to? Like I, I have, you know, friends I can talk to and I can talk to my sisters and my mom, but I, I feel like it's not the same. Like now as an adult, I feel as though I could ask my dad anything. Like it doesn't matter if it ranges from like how to be a man to finding a job to sex to, to anything. Like I, I feel like I could ask him and just be frank. But now, but back then when I was a teenager, like the thought of asking him anything real, it scared me. I don't know if I didn't really want the answer or if because it was my dad and the relationship we had it always seemed kind of professional. I didn't know if I could really ask him these questions. But now I know like if he were around, I would just ask him the world or would I, would I not? What I just, am I just saying this now? Because these are things I would do, you know, because I know what I didn't do and what I can't do. But if he were here, would I just ignore it? Would I just be more angry or, you know, more writing him off? Like, oh, why is he still around now? He's like so much older and it's embarrassing now. And I'm trying to get on with my career and it's just, I have to take care of my family because they're getting older. And 
I don't know. My therapist keeps telling me that like, it's not my responsibility to take care of my family, but in a way I, I never really felt like I had to be the man of the family after my dad left. Um, I always felt like I just could be me. You know, I was the youngest. I was a teenager. I was going to college. Like no one expected anything of me. They were all so upset that I lost a father at that time. But to me, it was just about living my life. And I, I, and maybe parts of me feel like I needed to take over, you know, as, as man of the house. And I, kind of had to be there in ways that I'm not really necessarily conscious of right now, but maybe like my attitude of trying to help people and, and be there kind of, you know, stems from the fact that I've, I felt like I had to, I had to grow up. I couldn't, I couldn't talk about certain things with my family because now I had to be in charge of it. I had to be the patriarch, even though my mom should have taken over. And, and to be honest, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to blame her of course. And if she ever hears this, you know, I, I love you so much mom, but like I, I and maybe again, this could be a completely irrational, but I feel like, you know, she didn't take the reins during this, you know, she, she took care of the things that she had to, she had to take care of the funeral. She had to take care of the finances and, and all the bills and the house and everything. And me and my sisters, but I, I feel like she kind of just, she confided a lot in me, a lot of her emotion of what was going on and her stresses. And here I was at 18, you know, confronted with how we, how are we going to pay bills? Like, what about my retirement? What about this, that, and the other thing? And it's like, I, I don't want to know this. I'm 18. I don't, I don't even, I haven't even kissed a girl yet. And I'm, I have to worry about what, our life is going to be without the second income. Like I, I can't deal with that. And I don't know. I don't, I don't resent anyone for that because I think it, they didn't know what was happening and I didn't express if it was upsetting me because I don't really know if it was, I was just, I just wanted to distance myself at that time. And I feel like part of me because my personality, I'm very much, I push, I push things away. And I think I, I really did that back then. I really pushed uh, my feelings and maybe my responsibilities away because I was just a kid. And I, I don't know, like, I don't know if there's a point to this, honestly. Like, it's just me kind of rambling about all this. But again, it's it, it feels like I made a mistake. And I, I look to some heroes and, you know, in movies and stuff. And they, like, all these young kids, like, stand up and these times when they support their family and they do what's best. And I feel like I didn't do that. And I I've kind of been living in that shadow for the last seven to eight years of my life and just being adequate. Just when things get hard, I just, I hide in my shell and, and wait it out. But when I end up waiting it out, I realize time has passed and nothing's changed. You know, I'm just, I'm still the same shy, scared, insecure me that I was beforehand. It's just time has passed now so that more people have kind of forgotten or at least moved on from the situation. And so it's not really as relevant, but I didn't learn anything or grow out of it. And, and now we're going to switch to 2019, I suppose, because I feel as though this is just a transition because to be fair, I'm going through a pretty, a pretty hard time 
And I don't know if this is necessarily something that I should be talking about on a podcast, um, considering that I'm trying to like grow my photography business and my career and get a girlfriend. And if anyone listens to this, like sponsors aren't probably going to work with me and girls probably aren't going to want to date me. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel as though I said this last time, if I'm not honest with with you all, my audience, I'm not going to be honest with myself. And this is just these are just confessions of, of me. But I lost my train of thought now. Uh, oh, resolutions. But as far as resolutions go, it's like I, I, f- I feel like I've needed to make a, a new me for a while. And when I started my YouTube channel, I kind of I kind of felt like I did that. I felt like I was opening up my personality and becoming a person that I, I, I never was. I was branching out. I was putting myself on camera. And I was forcing myself to do it. And I did that and then I got, I got kind of, I stopped because I just kind of didn't want to do it so much anymore and it was a lot of work and I didn't see the benefit from it and a bunch of other things that I, I, I could definitely kind of go into and, and I need more time to kind of digest and think about. But like right now, the, the first, it's, it's 3.33 a.m. So within these last three and a half hours of the new year, I feel like, do I just, do I start over? And if I do start over, where do I start? Like, do I just throw out everything that I am? Do I just finally start checking things off my bucket list? Like, do I get that tattoo I thought I wanted or that piercing, even though I don't, even though all logic and recent reason has told me not to, to get that stuff up until this point? Like, what do I do? Like, do I change myself? Like, the person that I've been so far for the last 26 years, or at least I guess let's just say the last eight years since my dad passed away, like he hasn't been that great of a person. Like me, the last eight years has been kind of a shithead to be fair. Like I just, I go with the flow and I people please and I, you know, focus on my desires and my passion. I get in debt and I, you know, fall for girls that don't like me back and I just, I just do things and they have with, you know, no, no consequence, like literally none, like everything I do, it's, it's, it does not matter, you know, and in a weird way that like, you know, if you got a tattoo, like, oh, that doesn't matter really, but it's like, I just, I just, I just do things. And they're not even like fun things. Like you think of people like that just do things, like they just take random trips to like Africa or they just like go bungee jumping or they just, you know, what, what are those things, those adventures that you live in? Like, do I just change my personality to just do that? To just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just, I'm just going to be whoever I want to be and do whatever I want. Be, you know, have morals, but still just kind of like go with my feelings. You know, what about like the whole like Christian aspect of my life? Like I've been Catholic my whole life. Do I just, has it not really been working for me or do I keep investing in it? Do I just say, you know what? You're right. Like, or I just got to keep, I got to keep on it. Like sure things aren't working right now, but like I, I trust that things will work better or to say, no, this isn't working for me and I need to just, I need to make a change. I need to start something new. Maybe find a new religion, maybe not be religious. Maybe, you know, I like I said, just start something, get that tattoo. What, what am I going to do this year? That's going to define me because every year I get older and every year I'm one step closer to, to dying. 
And it's not like that I want to achieve what Elon Musk or Steve Jobs has achieved in their life. Maybe I just want a normal life. Maybe I just want to be myself, whoever that is, and just be happy because they always say, you know, like, it's not about the money. It's just about the experiences and you being okay with yourself. But I'm like, I'm in so much debt right now. I, I barely know. I barely have any money to do anything with. So do I just focus on getting out of debt first? But then I put my passions on the side and I, I know myself well enough that I'm not going to try super, super hard at anything because I've never had to. I've never had to be really, really dedicated to something because I've just, I've been given so much in my life and a large part was from my dad just just giving me what I wanted. He had the financial needs, um, means to support me and give me what I wanted and I've, I've been so, so blessed monetarily and loved and it's like, what what do I have to complain about? But it's all of this. So, who do I become in 2019? Do I just build on the things that I am or do I just take on a new personality? I don't know, but I think that's where I'm going to end the podcast today. Um, this, thank you for listening, everyone. This was, this podcast started as me wanting to just add more content to the world because it's, I felt like I needed to do it and podcasts are popular. And I thought having this fresh perspective on what it's like to be a nobody YouTuber and just try it, you know, to really jump into your passion and just do it. But it's turned into more of me just talking about my life. And I, I'm sorry that the, the these topics don't really fit the title of the podcast of like, comment, subscribe. But I, I hope that it's it's working and that someone's getting some benefit out of this at some point. And for everyone that I end up offending, if I do offend you, I'm sorry. I don't mean it. Again, this is just, this is me picking up a mic and trying to talk for 30 to 45 minutes once a week. Um, because if there's one thing I want to do, it's I want to get more consistent with things. And even if the things I make are absolute crap and you know, have no, no meaning. Oh, I, I want to just, I want to just do them and I hope that they can have at least some meaning. And that's why I chose this story today. Um, and this aspect of my life to talk about, cause like I said, I could have talked about, I could have talked about resolutions or the new year or my past year, but this is something that's it, to me, it's a very important story and I probably didn't even do the best job explaining it, but I, I'm happy that I got it out and I'm happy that all you, you listen uh, for those of you that do. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, feel free to go ahead and give this podcast a rating, good or bad. Uh, really any feedback does help. I'm not looking to go trending. Um, I just want to, I just want to grow as a person and I hope, um, I hope you can be there growing with me. So friends, thank you so much. I will be uploading again next Tuesday at 6am as long as I, you know, keep, keep this up and just, just get something out. So Thanks, friends. Have a great new year. Good luck with all your resolutions, and I will see you next week. Peace.